What's up? I'm Jordy Angela. And it's your main man, B-Dot. And it's the kid, Gowie. And this the checkup. B-Dot and Gowie, how are y'all doing today? I, man, I'm good. I can't complain. Sure, you know, I'm breathing. Uh, uh, I brushed my teeth this morning. <laughs> um, had a nice stool of my morning, my morning shit. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, bro, you are wild, bro. Bruh, like, bruh, everything's going good, man. How about, <laughs> what, what, what you about yourself, Gowie? Hey, look, you know, I'm chilling, I'm chilling. You know, before as soon as I logged into this joint, you know, Doc complimented my skin. You know, the boy glowing, he felt me like that boy glowing. Like, you know, you know, I'm 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 feeling good though. I can't complain. Life is good. How about you, Joy? I'm good. Um, you know, I'm doing the best that I can. Um, life is rough. If you know me, then you know why. And <laughs> it is what it is. I'm not gonna let the devil take control of this week. I told myself that whatever happens happens this week, and I'm good. So I'm good. To, I'm good. I'm great. I'm great. Um, and your 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 skin does look smooth, Gowie. He's he's not lying. Thank you. Thank anyway, thank you very much. You're welcome. You're welcome. So where do y'all want to start? Where do y'all? I mean, where do y'all want to start? Y'all want to start with the Warriors? Y'all want to start with the Rockets? Miami losing again. The Wizards what? losing. Bradley Bill putting up sixty and they still lost. Where do I want to start? Markel Fultz, the Magic. You well, you did, free, you did free Bradley Bill. You starting to show what? you started off like that. You know Joy gonna feel some type of way. Joy gonna be like what? what you mean? Hey, free, what? Free free Bradley Bill, bro. This man uh uh so last year. Bradley Bill had what back-to-back fifty-point games, took L's, and now you know new season, more talent added to the roster. Nobody injured. You had you had Rui Hachimura, you had Russell Westbrook, and this man dropped sixty and still lost again. So it's like, it's 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 one of two things. Number one, is Bradley Bill putting up empty stats? Is he just a bucket getter that's just putting up mad buckets and it's not helping the team win? Or is he just doing too much and his teammates ain't doing enough? So that's the conversation that we should be having. What's what's the difference between it working with John and Brad versus Westbrook and Brad? I mean, I know it's still early and they're still trying to figure out and Westbrook, I mean, Bradley Bill and John was playing for a long time. We played for mm-hmm. a while together. And they were, I mean, they were in the playoffs, you know, a number of times, you know, even when they had Paul Pierce, et cetera, et cetera. So what you think the, what what's the, what's the problem? Is it, like you said, is it Brad? Is it, Westbrook is a coach. Do they not have enough talent? Um, I mean, from what I've seen, and you know, Joy, I'm gonna let you have it because you watch them the most. Um, but from what I've seen, I feel like that the Wizards have some solid talent. Uh, you have Ish Smith coming off the bench. You have a Thomas Bryant. I think Thomas Bryant is very underrated as of right now. He's very tough inside the paint. He can shoot uh, outside the arc with a like a 36% clip, if I'm not mistaken. So, you know, they have the talent on that roster. Defensively, they look iffy at times. Um, the adjustments could do could be much better. But aside from that, I think between Bill and Westbrook and, and Wall and Bill, I feel like with Wall, it's just, it's more effort on the defensive end. And there's no shade to Westbrook, not to say that he doesn't play defense, but if we're talking about those two, those two, that duo and this duo, I just feel like Wall puts the same energy on defense that he puts on offense. And I think that kind of just trickles down to everybody else. Um, as far as Russ, I feel like he hasn't really been himself this season. I think he's been pulling more jumpers than actually attacking the paint. So when they need a bucket, he's being more conservative versus actually trying to get that bucket like we know Russ to do. Um, and that's kind of what I see, but I'll let Joy be the person to speak on it. Cause she's the expert and she's been going through all the ups and downs with this team. Yes. 
I've literally been going through all the ups and downs, literally. Okay. <laughs> now look, um, here's the problem. Okay. It's a, it's a, it's a plethora of things. It's coaching. Um, you know, not, he, he does a lot of the L's that the Wizards have took this year have been from, you know, him experimenting with the roster with this, you know, the three man guard, um, lineups and things like that have been really, they've really, they've been taking a lot of L's. So a lot of it, you know, is coaching, um, as far as, you know, um, lineups go and things like that. Also, not knowing to call timeouts, making adjustments too late in the game when they, you know, like sometimes Scott Brooks, they'll be about like 15 points. And then he will not make an adjustment. I've seen it until they're up by two. So until they until they lost like the entire league, then he'll make a timeout, call a timeout. And I'm like, why wouldn't you make it when they're, you know, up by six or you wait till they get, they, they, they literally lose the lead and then call a timeout. So I feel like it's a mixture of that. The second thing is this. Russell Westbrook, I've watched him for a while. He is, he, I, I feel like he's trying to change his style of play. And I feel like what people have said is finally starting to get to him as far as, you know, he, he, he throws away games and he shoots his teammates out of games. Even last night, you know, you would think that, you know, Russ would attack more, but he kind of just, took the smartest shots possible and kind of stood back and was more passive. And every time he got the ball, he just hit it off to Bradley or, 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 or Ish or Thomas or somebody like that. He wouldn't get too much involved. He would get uh, involved um, defensively, but only offensively if he was facilitating. So that being said, I feel like he's trying to change the style of play, but we all know the Russell Westbrook in OKC and Houston that could literally put his team on its back and get them to the playoffs with his original style of play. So with that being said, I feel like it's a mixture of Russ, you know, being a little bit more passive. And don't get me wrong, because he's been a great facilitator, a great passer, things like that. But I feel like he just doesn't know when to turn it on as far as going to attack mode and score. I don't think he I think he's still trying to figure it out now. Thomas Bryant, the reason why the Wizards lost last night, it wasn't too much because of Russ. It was more Thomas Bryant. I think Thomas had like nine points last night. And Thomas, or, or somewhere around it, and Thomas has been killing offensively. And he killed Philly the first time they played him. And the next time they were ready for him. But the difference is you have Joel Embiid. Most people can't stop Thomas Bryant, but last night, Thomas Bryant, like I said, he was iffy offensively and defensively as well. He was getting bullied last night. So that being said, you know, he's six, he's he's 16. He, I've seen him shoot a hundred percent from the field, six for six from three and everything else. So there he's, it's a very talented team. I think even dive, you remember we, we, we cover, you know, the wizards on, on, on league pass. We talk about Hashimura, people like that. And they're really good. Like, it's a really, really talented team. I just think it's a team that you have to be patient with. Like, this team is like a project. You have to be really patient with it. And, you know, as time goes on, they'll be better. Me personally, I think they're going to be really, really good next year. But it's just a matter of if Bradley Bill and Russ are going to be, you know, in a, wanting to be, you know, patient with the team. And, yeah. And I, like I said, I love Ish Smith. I love, you know, uh, Nato. He's good. Bertans. Bertans and Robin Lopez. Robin Lopez, he can be 
so annoying to watch because he fails so much. He he it's like he he turns over the ball, he just fouls, and I'm like, I just get so mad watching him play. Anytime I just watch come and check, I just get just turn off the TV. I, I hate watching him play. So, you know, Robin Lopez and then um, Bretons, he can also be inconsistent. Now, I think he's overpaid in my opinion, but that's neither here nor there. Bottom line, <laughs> it's not Russ's fault, okay? So do not try to pin this on Russ. I know you are, but, you know, if, it, if it's free anybody, it's free Russ and Bill. Not free Bill because Russ has been trying. He has. Free Russ? Yes, free <laughs> Russ. Russ has got free. Right, exactly, Doc. That's uh, what I'm no, saying. No, 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 but, no, but, but Gally over here acting like, you know, uh, he over acting like, so let, let's not rewind back to the to the Chicago Bulls game where Bradley Bill blew the game and Russ went off. And let's not rewind to Brooklyn when Bradley Bill turned to crap in the fourth quarter and Russ put up 16 points and got them in the, and got them the game. Let's not, come on, let's okay, be okay, fair. Okay, quick, quick, quick interjection. Quick interjection before I let Doc speak. Uh, quick interjection. So basically... To sum up all that you said, the Wizards, they have, you know, rotation issues, blah, blah, blah. Uh, and you sent me an article. You sent me an article that said yes, that. Yes, I did. In the article, it said that three out of the four key lineups that uh, Scott Brooks uses, the efficiency is very low on three of those that include Russ, uh, Westbrook. <laughs> so, you know. But, com- but, but. Hold on. Oh, hey, 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 hey. Common denominator. And then. After that, you said that uh, the game was more Thomas Bryant's fault because he only had nine points. And I get that because when you don't have your security blanket, you're not going to put up as much as you're supposed to and help the team out the way that they need it. So, boom, there you go. That's yeah, all I wanted yeah. to say. Yeah, I'm, I'm only going to say one thing about the situation. You know, I love Westbrook. That's my boy. But, Joy, I, you can't – Westbrook in the league, what, 12 years? Bro, you can't, you can't say you can't You can't say he's trying to figure stuff out. He can't try to figure his game no, out. Because- that boy is seasoned oh, unless, in the league. Unless, you, unless you're saying figure, figure it out with the team, but yeah, yes, 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 yes. But 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 Westbrook has played with high volume players his whole career. That's but Katie, true. but I'm gonna keep it back. Katie's not even a high volume player. Katie be chilling. You see what he's doing with yes. Kyrie. So and, like, oh my God. All I'm gonna say is I went back and Gowie went, 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 went. We went back and watched some film in OKC, and I noticed a really really big you know, factor in Russ's game. And the factor was Steven Adams. Uh-huh. He is a huge factor. Mm-hmm. Like, when I tell you, the one of the, the main reasons why Russ was so successful in OKC and why he was able to be so explosive and attack the paint, R- Steven Adams, I look back at the film, this man was pushing back dang near two to three people at a time to keep my paint. Two to three uh-huh. at a time. And Russ is pew, because you can't stop. You can't, you can't beat Russ in the paint. So if you got Steven Adams just shooting everybody from you and you're just attacking, and I'm not saying that was him the whole time, but a lot of the uh, I went back and watched a lot of the buckets with Steven Adams. So he was a big factor in Russ's game. And, that and was that's why when you go us. to Houston Yeah. So when you go to Houston, you gotta get rid of Clink Capella so Russ can have the open lane. And now he's in Washington and he's having to adjust all over again because Thomas Bryant's in the paint now. And, you know, I'm thinking that Scott Brooks should have Russ and him somehow share the lane because Thomas Bryant can stretch the floor. He can shoot threes like crazy. And so Mm -hmm. I'm thinking they got to find a way to do it somehow. But I can tell he is trying to adjust 
steal from OKC. He tried to, he would, he's still adjusting because he, he's been playing like this his entire career. Like, Steven Nass has been there for him. So. Mm-hmm. No, well, shit, speaking on that, uh, and what I said last week, uh, the, de- the defensive paralysis of, uh, of Jonathan um, Wall, uh, if him, <laughs> If him and um, ben- Benjamin Simmons team up together, bro, that'd, that'd be the best defensive backcourt in the game. Because that, bro, Ben is always top top three, top five steals, same as y'all, if not number one. So, speaking of that, if something did happen like that in terms of James getting traded, then I, like I said, I think it'd be successful. Now let's talk about James. I think James, F it, man. Let's man send James to Utah. Send James to Utah. <laughs> Hey. Utah been struggling, bro. Hey, hold, hey, hold, Rudy Gobert, Rudy hey, Gobert. Hold, hold on, I'm just hold saying on. they've been struggling. I, I, I ain't gonna lie, you. Been, I, I don't know. I was just thinking of some random place. I'm like, and I was looking at the box scores today, and I'm like, damn, Utah lost again. They just had two good games prior before. I'm like, I'm trying to think, how would James fit up there? You know, just throwing stuff out. I know they don't have a young significant piece to give up, because uh, I know, I know that's what Houston wants. But you know, I'm just throwing. I'm throwing options out there, bro. And I let's speak about James. He only had 14 points, you know, in uh in the previous game. John Wall had 28 and three. Is it a lack of shooting for the Houston Rockets? Um uh the assist doesn't seem, you know, up a lot. Uh Boogie struggled last night. Uh Sabonis got the best of him a couple times. So um and now let's not take no, nothing away from the Indiana Pacers team. They're a really, really good, solid team. I like the I like those. They can they stay healthy. They could, you know, potentially be a dark horse in the East, but um, yeah, what's up with the Rockets, Gal? Yeah, so everybody knows that the Houston Rockets are my team. As and Christian as, and Christian Wood didn't play last night. My my apologies. We gotta add that. And yeah, the Rockets you know, didn't lose by that much. C Wood has a sore left knee, if I'm not mistaken. So he sat out last night. Um, but yeah, uh, the situation with James Harden, in my personal opinion, I feel like that he's still tapped out. Um, you can, I feel like you can kind of tell that he still doesn't want to be there because he's not putting up as much effort as he used to. Uh, last night he was very chilling he was conservative he wasn't really doing anything out of the ordinary where you'd be like oh james harden's really here to play it was more so like i'm gonna let wall cook when i get the ball you know dribble dribble step back shoot the three whatever um so yeah i think the situation with houston right now is if you're going to move james harden you definitely got to get a significant piece and dot mentioned utah it would definitely be beneficial for Utah because Rudy Gobert is your second scoring option is not it mm-hmm. <laughs> at mm-hmm. whatsoever. He's very Rudy. limited uh, mm-hmm. with his offensive skill set. But, you know, like I said, with Houston, it really comes down to who can you give us? Can you make us happy with a trade? So I think when it comes down to it, if we move James Harden, it's going to come down to a three or four team trade. Like we, mm-hmm. you got to get multiple people involved and got to do some crazy blockbuster trade in order for us to offload him because we have a we know what we have it's like if you have uh if you got a a kardashian you're not about to ditch her just for some you know some average joe like you got to have you got to give me something in return that's really going to make me be like well it's better on this side i'm out like Mm -hmm. so until then we keeping james man it's it's, it ain't finna be no tug of war it's we keeping them if you ain't got nothing that's going to make us listen, that's going to flirt with the idea of us wanting to get rid of them, you might as well just hang it up and keep taking them L's. <laughs> what about Toronto? Yeah, they've been struggling. Because they suck. They are one and six. They are but, trash. But once again, it's the same It's the same conversation. Who are you going to give up? You can give up Pascal Siakam, but he's been looking shaky, so why would we even want to bite on that? <laughs> <laughs> well, Pascal did have a bounce-back game last night with 32, and eight, with 32 and 8, so let's, you know. You know, he this, did, this, and I'll yeah, put yeah. I'll I'll put respect on that. But it's like no, yeah, know, but he's been struggling for for you being that money man. You got to be able to 
you got to be that go-to guy and consistent. No matter right. if y'all lose or win, you got to be able to put up numbers every night. Exactly, you know? and I, you know, I'm a I'm a guy that's big on efficiency. So even even though if James Harden goes out and scores 30 points, but he shoots 20 percent from the field, like at least he still managed to put up 30 because he went to the line 15 times. So it's mm-hmm. like, you know, that's just one of them things that I look at. So yeah, that's kind of how I am on it. <sighs> Man, um, what do you, how you feel about um, how do you guys feel about you know? The Orlando Magic, they're, they've they been looking pretty good this year. I know they just had a significant injury to Markel Fultz. You know, prayers out to him. Um, you think they're going to be able to, you know, fill that void? Uh, Fultz was looking really, really good this year. I'm talking about most improved right, yeah, type-ish. Uh, is, do they throw Cole Anthony in there, or do they start to mm. shorten, shorten up that lineup to try to keep it, you know? I don't know. Let's, what do you guys think? You know, this is the, this is the first time the Magic has had a winning culture in a while. So, um, what do you guys think about the Magic and, you know, the injury to Markel Fultz? I think that uh, they throw in Cole Anthony, and he looks pretty good at at the beginning of the season. And I know Markel went crazy, so he's been getting less playing time. So, he looked okay, you know, last night. But I think this is a big shot for him to go for Rookie of the Year, you know, if he gets those minutes. Because I have him him as my Rookie of the Year, him, him or James Wiseman. So... I think this opportunity can put, you know, if he hoops, then I think he could end up getting that. And now, like I said, when it comes to, you know, the success of the Magic, I think it's going to heavily, you know, depend on, on how he plays now that Markel's gone. So, I, What you just said, Joe, I just realized um, the Magic, they're very guard heavy. They just had another uh, Ricky guard um, who played for the first time last night. Uh, mm-hmm. Uh, Kareem Maine from Canada, the mm-hmm. guy that played in Canada. Yeah, he just got his first playing time with the Orlando Magic last night. So, and it was, I mean, even though it was a blow, not a blowout victory, they was up by 15 with two minutes left. You know, we never know how that may yeah. affect. He may go off and practice or something, and right. that may affect Cole Anthony's playing time. Exactly. So. Yeah. We're going to see. I was about to say, so, uh, you know, similar to what Dot said, Markel Fultz was playing good. He looked like he could be most improved. Uh, I'm saddened by that because, you know, Markel, a Maryland boy. So, you know, I wanted to watch him cook. So hopefully I wish him, you know, I wish him a speedy recovery. But we go from most improved to a possible rookie of the year. Similar to what Joy said, Cole Anthony is definitely a dog. One of the things that people looked over when he was at North Carolina is that it wasn't that Cole Anthony couldn't control the offense or he couldn't facilitate or anything like that. The problem was he didn't have the talent to do it, to make it happen. When he played for North Carolina, he they looked at him to get the bucket. Like, yo, Cole, we need you to be Cole. And, you know, he had to overcompensate. And it led to him getting injured, unfortunately. Um, and a lot of people took that, took a, a big blow to his draft stock because I feel like Cole should have been uh, a top three pick, in my personal opinion, just off the strength of his talent alone. Um, so when you do stuff like that, I feel like Cole is in the perfect position because one of the best things when it comes to hooping at least in the organized setting, is that sometimes you got to just throw that person out to the wolves and see what they can do. If you got to throw Cole in that starting lineup, like, Cole, this is your opportunity. Show us what you can do. And you surrounded him with uh, a Vucevic and uh, Aaron Gordon and, you know, Terrence Ross coming off the bench. So he has the pieces to look much better than he did at North Carolina as a facilitator. So with that being said, I think that the Magic are still in good shape. Um the only thing that I say Markel has over Cole is the experience. Um, I think, like, when it comes to Cole, I just think he's ahead of his time as far as his skill set goes. 
his pops, we already know what his pops brought to the game. So that's just my opinion on the Magic. And also, while we're on the subject, and we just finished talking about the Houston Rockets, trade us Mo Bamba. We need a rim protector and a, 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 a paint presence. That's you want everybody. Rebounds. Nah, because this is the thing. People people keep talking about, you know, blah, say, blah, this, that, and the third. P.J. Tucker, all due respect, six foot five, like 37 years old. It's, it's about that time we got to offload him, get somebody young in so that can rim protect and get these rebounds because that's what Rockets have been getting dominated in. So I had to throw my two cents in there. Give us Mo Bamba. We'll give you P.J. Tucker straight up. Yeah, yeah, long as Mo, Mo got to just stay healthy, you know. So um, this brings us to the segment of the show I literally just added eight seconds ago. It's called <laughs> Believers or Not. Let's go. In, Indiana Pacers, do you, or do you believe in them? No. Are they, are they legit? Gowie? Nah. No? Okay. No. Orlando, Orlando Magic. Nah. Are they yes. believers? I, 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 and, and, I, when I, and when I say believers, my bad, you don't mean to cut you off. I mean, like, I don't want to say make the playoffs because – it's the East, but I'm going. I'm going to do East and Western teams, but at least make at least top six or make a little noise in the playoffs. So all right, top Orla- top six. Orlando well, Magic. If we top 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 six, I'll say Pacers. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Would they Would they make noise in the playoffs? No. no? Okay. Okay. Heck okay. No, no the it's, the Pacers are kind of like um the Portland to me. Like they're going to make the playoffs, but they do nothing. I mean, now Portland, Portland has, no, no, granted, no, they no. went to the Western Conference Finals, they did that in the third, but no, it's like no matter how far they go, you, I just, you just never expect them to win anything. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I don't expect them to win a championship, but I expect them to at least get the sixth seed, and I feel like now yeah. that you have a healthy Victor Oladipo, who was one of the key pieces to why uh, Indiana was great the, the year prior to his injury, um, I think that they will be in better shape this year with Sabonis emerging into the star that he's at, uh, that he is. Victor Oladipo, T.J. Warren coming in to bring that help, and Brogdon has been Look good shooting the hey, lights out. Don't yeah, forget about your boy so Miles Turner. Miles Turner, six six blocks a game, damn near. Yeah. Rim so. protectors matter, bro. That's what I'm saying. We yeah, need they do. Speaking okay, on to on to on oh to the head. next. On to the next. <laughs> <laughs> The Philadelphia 76ers, you believe them or yes. believe, believe. Biggest believe, threat to yes. the Lakers. I've been saying that before the season started. Okay. We'll see if they can stay healthy. I, then we'll and see I, 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 I stand on that. I All stand right. on that. Let's go uh, Atlanta Hawks. I believe. Believers, yeah. yeah. Do you believe? What about the yeah. Charlotte Hornets? Nah. No. <laughs> no, Damn. I'm sorry. Hawks, Hawks lost to the Charlotte Hornets last night significantly, but I know it's early in the season. Let's go with the New York Knicks. They beat the Utah Jazz mm, last night. That's tough. But but they also just signed Taj Gibson, so they about to have an all power forward team. By the way, they got fifteen mm. power forwards now. But dang. But it's funny because they we made jokes about the Knicks having so many power forwards and centers before, but then yeah. it turned out that they actually needed them. So that's yeah, why they right. brought Taj. So I don't believe, but I do think that the Knicks have something. Like I think give it like two two more seasons, and the Knicks will be making noise. Yeah, maybe even next year. Depending, maybe, mm-hmm. maybe, maybe, maybe. Yeah. Cause RJ, <laughs> RJ been looking good, and and Julius been looking good. Okay, let's let's see, let's see. Um, New Orleans Pelicans. They just lost last night by one to OKC. I believe, but I think they're a first round exit. Ooh, if they make the playoffs, would well, depend on the seating. I don't. Yeah, you know, yeah. Depend on depend on the matchup. Ooh. You know, they could be a first round exit, but I do think they can win enough games to make the playoffs this year. 
um, me personally, I'm not, I'm, I'm not buying it. I can't, I can't fall for it. Yeah, I have, I've, they're, they look pretty solid, but I, as a playoff team, I ain't on board with it yet. Mm-hmm. Go to State Warriors. No. Nah. <laughs> oh, damn. Can we, can we talk about that for just one second? Because I have a question for you, Dot. Talk to me. Okay, and and guy, I know how you feel, but you can chime in as well. Gotcha. Do y'all think that Stephen Curry? Will be a top five guard this season. Only reason why I say, I mean, he's already a top. He's already top guard right now. Um, do you think easy. he stays by the end of the season? Like, do you think Luca or Trey or do do you think nah, there'll be four other guards that play better than him? Nah, this stuff y'all gotta understand. It's the same stuff in 2012 and 13, 2014. Niggas was doubting. They said he couldn't do nothing because that's when he had like his emergence year. They had a regular ass squad. This squad. It, this is a built squad. This squad was built. It's not like they signed Clay from the Rockets and he was a superstar. It's not like they signed Draymond in the first round. Like, nah, Draymond was second round due to his hell type ish. You feel me? <laughs> Did they, bro, you went you went in the championship with with people like uh what's my man's that uh Zaza Pachulia. You feel me? Like you you plugging people in like Sean Livingston, not saying that Sean is not a a great player, but you know, we thought his career was over. Andre Andre Igala way past his prime. So I like I think that was just a a well-coached team, and they all came together at the right time. They got the defensive paralysis from Mark Jackson, and Steve Kerr was just able to plug in perfectly, just kind of how, like, D-Book is plugging in perfectly with Kendall Jenner. It ain't been working with the Jenners, you feel me? Every time an athlete dated a Jenner, what has happened? You feel me? They've been trash, you feel me? Ben Simmons, he looked trash when he dated. But he came in at the right time. His pieces was coming together, you know, uh, with uh, with um, in terms of uh, D book and Kendall, she had her life together, and it fits perfectly. So I feel like Steph is going to remain a top five guard in the league, and he just complemented well with with Clay Thompson. If Clay Thompson didn't have Steph, Clay wouldn't be able to carry that team. Clay doesn't dribble the ball, so I honestly think they have a better record with Steph than they would do with Clay. Not saying it'd be that much of a difference, but Draymond also does help, but. Another thing about that, Draymond helps Steph to a T because, yes, Steph's a point guard, but he also is one of the greatest off-ball players we've ever seen, if not, you know, outside of Ray Allen. But there has been trade rumors, you know, about Draymond Green. I know recently the other day I heard heard Damian Lillard said he wants Draymond Green. So what would that trade look like, Gowie? That'd be Gally, cool, answer though. my ask my question too, Gally, by the way. Yeah, I'm gonna answer. Yeah. Uh, oh, but, my bad, my bad. No, I thought Gally already. I thought you said you already had it, shit. But yeah, yeah, yeah. What you think? Oh nah, but like Draymond, Draymond, the Portland would be tough because I feel like you find yourself in the same situation. Like C.J. McCollum is a certified bucket, but he can also, you know, beat you putting the ball on the floor. So I think you kind of get, um, you get more of a benefit in that aspect. Dame, we already know he can shoot the lights out, so he can stand at half court passing the ball. He shoot that joint from back there. So, um, I think you kind of get the same system if you put him in there. And they do need the defense. Uh, they the do. Portland need defense. Uh, I, they 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 made the leap at getting Robert Covington from the Houston Rockets. That was a smart trade for them. Um, it ended up getting us Christian Wood. So you know, I love it. Um, but yeah, aside from that, you know, you got rid of Hassan Whiteside and now you really don't have a, a paint presence. You're kind of relying on Nurkic to be that. And Nurkic is, he's cool, but he's not that guy that you want to do that full time because he's also gifted offensively. So you got to take the good with the bad. Usually when you have a person that can play both sides of the ball, if he's more 
beneficial offensively, you're like, all right, Nurk, you can, you know, do a little bit on defense, but we need you for offense. That's what we mm-hmm. need you for. So mm-hmm. that's kind of how I look at it. So Draymond going to Portland would be tough, but it's all about who would you give up to get him. Um, but as far as Joy's uh, conversation went or her question went, I do think that those guys were security blankets for Steph Curry, but it wasn't a security blanket to where Steph isn't who he is. I think it was more so it just made him even it made him look even better. Remember his his one <laughs> remember his security blanket at one time was Monta Ellis. Not saying I love Monta, but it's the same nigga that said him and D Wade the same person. But continue. and that's the and that's the problem because the problem <laughs> with Golden State is that they have Monta Ellis as the go-to the guy. He was yep. their franchise player for whatever reason. No shade to Monta, but he was like, we knew him as being a certified bucket. Like, Ellis was like a Jamal Crawford, Luke Wilson. I was about to say that, Jamal yeah. Crawford. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. that's who Monta Ellis was, but you were making him your franchise player. So imagine making Jamal Crawford your franchise player. No shade, you do what you do, but that's not your role. You're supposed to come in and get buckets. So I get it. Um, but aside from that, like I said, I don't think Steph Curry was one of those guys that is like, oh, yeah, you guys cook, and I'm just going to get my, my pickup buckets. Like, Steph is a mm-hmm. bad man, bro. Like, mm-hmm. bad. And I think when it really comes down to it, it's hard for me to say that he'll be a top five point guard this year. And the only reason why I say that is because this season I view him more as a two guard. I think that Steph is going to be more off ball this season with Draymond back because they got to find a way to make the offense flow. Now, Steph, he could play point guard. He could distribute the ball, but he's way more dangerous off ball. And I think with Draymond Green kind of facilitating that offense, it would be better for him. And then at the same time, you got to look at people like Trey Young, who's averaging like 30, 30 points a game. Uh, when Ja comes back, he's going to be going stupid. Luka Doncic, he's going to go dumb. John Wall is averaging, what, 23 points a game, 28, something like that. Uh, so there's a lot of depth at point guard right now that you got to account for. And if Curry does get that nod, it's going to be because Curry has done a whole bunch of scoring. Like, he has to average at least 30 for people to be like, you know, he's going to be up there. Because I don't think his assists are going to be up there this year. Hey, Steph assists ain't never been really up there like that. I think Steph, Steph is Steph. Like, mm-hmm. niggas is the greatest shooter of all time. Off Thanks. ball, with with the ball. What do you see him averaging this season? 27. Between 27, 28. Just because he's going to get more shots up. He's going to get more shot attempts. And now we're going to see... Curry's leadership this year, because Draymond, yeah, yeah we all know, yeah. we duh at the end of the year, we know, we know Draymond is the leader of that team vocal wise, but people forget Curry's very vocal too. We just don't, you know, we don't see it because he's all smiling. Not like Curry, nah, <laughs> Curry get on, Curry get on people. Curry, come on, click get your shit together. Hey, Draymond, come on, you on that bullshit? Calm down. So I think we'll see Curry leaderships. Um, uh, a lot more this year, just a lot of with those young guys. Yeah, but we get back to the um believer game. That was fun. So I sorry I had to make a little intersection really fast. I had to get that question off. Well, okay, okay, okay. Um, early struggles, the Portland Trailblazers. I what don't you, believe. You don't believe? No, defense. I don't either. They have <laughs> def- no. It, they're trash. That defense, defense is gonna so- kill them every single time. <laughs> okay, I think I got a I got a couple more. Maybe one more. Um. Y'all believe in the Spurs? Yes, I do. I, I I do. I do simply because DeMar DeRozan and LaMarcus, and LaMarcus, has look, he been looking a little off, but at the end of the day, they still have LaMarcus and DeMar. And DeJounte Murray is a freaking bona fide bucket, and he be, he be killing people. So just because of that, 
and you know people like Rudy Gay. I think and Popovich. I'm not. I'm, I'll never doubt him. I think they have a chance to make the playoffs and possibly get past first round. But I don't see them winning anything. But I think they can get make the playoffs and get past first round, depending on the matchup. So we. So we. Uh, so we. I don't believe. I think. I think the Spurs could probably. At best, clinch like a seventh seed. I don't. I don't see them getting higher than that. First round exit. In the West. Yeah, I'd, I'd say they have first round exit too. But they do have depth, though. I'm not gonna sit here and act like they just don't have talent. But the people that Joy named, and then on top of that, you and have Patty you Mills. also have a Patty Mills that Patty is, Mills is wild. Crazy. So yeah, like um, thirty of the night. Exactly. So I. J- but I just don't see them being able to make noise in that the Western Conference with all that depth in there. It's gonna be hard. All right, this is my last team. Dallas Mavericks. I believe. I, yeah, I believe it. I, I believe in <laughs> Dallas with Porzingis back. Uh, without Porzingis, they have they have talent, but it's just you know I can't doubt them because they just beat the Rockets. But uh, <laughs> they they have they have talent. It's just you know them just figuring each other out because you know uh, just it's a I'm not gonna say it's a new team, but it's a different team. It's not they, the same exact team that they had. What are they good defensively? They're not that great defensively. They're not that great. They yeah. have to. They have to overcompensate with points. Um, yeah. Like Tim Hardaway went for thirty, and Luca went for thirty, and it's like you got to kind of do that in order to win these games. But you know, when when KP comes back, if he is back, uh, that'll bring some defense inside that paint, and that'll help them out a lot. You believe in Joy? Yeah, I believe in the Mavericks. I think the Mavericks are the biggest threat out the West to the Lakers. That's how. That's what I think. So um, the Clippers. We're not going to get started on them. I don't believe it. I hate them, actually. Anyways, <laughs> um, I'm sorry. But but <laughs> um, I, I believe in I believe in Luca and Porzingis more than I believe in Kawhi and Paul George. And is I believe in Kawhi, I don't believe in Paul George at all. Because no, I don't believe in you. And that's that it is what it is. Sorry. It is I'm sorry. He's a cupcake. He's hey, a cupcake. He hey, is. Gal, you see how I didn't mention nothing about the Clippers and she said hey, well, oh, she, I don't believe in the Clippers. So <laughs> I, like, I, even, I, I had said, to get okay. off because you said it was your okay. last one, so I had to make sure I told everybody no, I don't believe in y'all this year. Sorry. They wasn't even part of the conversation. She <laughs> threw them in there and went on a whole rant. <laughs> Tell them how you really feel. See, and this is this is why Paul George said after last season, people cupcake. been thinking he's sweet. He ain't had nothing he's to do with cupcake. the conversation. He's a cupcake, that's why. And, and, and <laughs> that's I don't what D-Book like, said. That's what D-Book said. He, yeah, he's soft. And and I really don't like how, first of all, if y'all remember the, the play when er, that whole situation happened, Cameron Payne was just trying to play defense and accidentally yeah, yeah, yeah. fell yeah. on yeah, him. Yeah. And here come Paul George mugging him. And I said, who you think you are, LeBron James? Russell yeah. Goldbrook, who you think you are? So that's my whole thing. Like he needs to humble himself. I get that you 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 got a new trainer and you're back. Like crap. That's that's a lie. Quick question, Joy. What is it going to take for you to start calling this man by his real name, Russell Westbrook? When what is it, what is it going to take for you to call him by his real name? Well, look, it is it, it is what it is. Okay, it is. it's not my fault. He's the go to triple doubles. There will like, never what? be another player like him. Okay, Russell Goldbrook is the most athletic point guard of all time. He's the top rebounding point guard of all time. And he, when it's all said and done, he needs about thirty more triple doubles or thirty to forty to pass Oscar Robinson to have the most triple doubles of all time. And he's a first ballot Hall of Famer. He deserves that nickname, Goatbrook, because how he does, is the goat. Of and how do those triple doubles translate to wins? They don't. Okay, go ahead. Oh, no, 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 no. First of all, what you ain't gonna do is try 
to disrespect Russ and then try to move on to the next subject. We're not going to do that. We're going to rewind back and we're going to listen to that. Now, listen, okay? <laughs> Russell Westbrook, the last time I checked, when Katie left, he put the team on his back and got them to the playoffs. Matter Fact. of fact, you know, got an MVP as well. So, in average, I should put while doing it. So, at the end of the day, a lot of players, a lot of point guards are struggling that people respect to get them, you know, to get their teams to the playoffs. And Russell Westbrook has done it every single year. So, regardless, he won enough games to get to the playoffs. So, he know how to win to a certain extent. But, like I said, Allen Iverson ain't never... And Allen Iverson I mean, don't got no ring. Uh, there's a lot of points. Uh, Vince <laughs> Carter, Trace McGrady don't got no ring. We gonna disrespect them too. So, like I said... Russell Goldbrook, and if I, he had a middle name, I would say it as well, but he doesn't. So I ain't gonna I mean, lie. I ain't gonna. I ain't gonna lie. That that is a. I mean, that's another conversation for another another show. But we could make the argument with Allen Iverson and Russell Westbrook in terms of their impact of hatred they have, you know, from outside, from media type ish. Mm-hmm. Like people, it's, it's the the you know the 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 description we have of Russ. It's like terrible. He's a bad teammate. He's a killer. He's like he's like a in terms of like he's a chemistry killer. Like, you know, you can say the same thing about AI. You feel me? AI cared about itself. You don't want to. But I'm just saying in terms of conversation, not comparison. Yeah. You know, as player wise. But yeah, well, that's the story for another day. So what what grinded your gears this week, Gowie? <sighs> what grinded my gears is that the Charlotte Hornets still have not started Lamelo Ball. I don't know what's going on, but it's like, with all due respect to Devontae Graham, but this man has been inefficient his 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 three years in the league, and it's been the same story this season. He's still not shooting efficiently from the field. So when you put in a Lamelo and he and he puts up a 12, 5, and 5 in like 16 minutes, it's like, bro, what do what more do you have to see to put this man in the starting lineup? We know that Lamelo was a pass first player. We know that he can facilitate an offense and pretty much direct the offense and put players in position to where they need to be, get you the ball crazy ways, whether he hits you with the magic. <laughs> Come on, like, whatever you need, LaMelo got you. So, like I said, man, Devontae, he's shooting like 25% from the field. If I'm trying to get something from the vending machine and you give me a quarter, that's not enough, bro. Like, I need the full dollar. So, <laughs> that's what that's that's how I look at it. And that's why I'm real big on efficiency because it's like, I get it. You can get a bucket, but it shouldn't take you, you know, 30 attempts to get this amount of points. So, um, I really want to see LaMelo Ball in that starting lineup. I think it's time to make that change. Devontae will make a great uh, six-man. I think he he brings that firepower off the bench because like don't get it twisted. That man can still get buckets. He's still a sharpshooter. Um, but I think it'll be more it, – it'll be better if they had him come off the bench versus him starting. I think LaMelo should get that point guard spot. But that's what grinded my gears. Joy? Well, mine's actually not basketball-related this time. It actually has to do with my cooking. Um, I decided <laughs> – that I was going to make shrimp kebabs and, you know, try to tap into my cooking side because everybody criticizes me that I can't cook. So I went to the store. I I brought $20 worth of groceries, okay? And I'm upset because I wasted. Wait, 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 time out, time out, time out, time out. Before, I know you you live in, in, you know, the South Dallas is cheaper than, you know, the, the West Coast. 
$20 worth of grocery. What the hell would you expect to cook with $20 worth of groceries? Right. Listen, no, 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 hold on. Shrimp kebabs, shrimp, bacon, uh, jalapenos. It wasn't that much money. But look, okay, that's okay. neither here nor there. It was a recipe. This is what... What is this? <laughs> this is how it turned out, okay? What the heck is that? Die. That's exactly why I get mad at you. So you grinding my gears. How about that? You grinding my gears because you always posting your little foot on Instagram trying to flex for everybody. And you really make me mad. So that's you grinding my gears with me because this is not, it's not fair. It's just was, not fair. Was, that was not like, fair. That was like when them tiki sticks, you know, <laughs> the, the tribe members used to stick and they, Joy, you got to understand when you shrimp, when you cook it, it, it shrinks, okay? Mm-hmm. So you got to get the jump. You got to get the extra, extra large jump over, especially if you put it on the kebab. Also, with your your kebabs, you got to let them sit in water for like the, the kebab sticks. You got to let them sit in water for like 45, 45 minutes to an hour. You feel me? You got to soak up, soak up. The, I know. Yeah. I, yeah. Yeah. But it's, it's but the thing is you're trying, Joy. Yes, I'm trying. It's, You're trying. It's just not fair. It's you not also, fair. You also got to make sure your bacon is cooked all the way. Okay, <laughs> what's up? Hey, what hey, hey that's, that's it for this episode <laughs> of uh, The Checkup. <laughs> <laughs> that bacon was more pink than that D-Wade jersey behind you. Yeah! Why the bacon match the same color as the Miami <laughs> Heat floor? Look, <laughs> come on, come on, look. First of all, listen, it's fine. It's fine because it's fine. Just wait. Just wait. <laughs> Alright, what grinded my gears? It's the honeymoon stage. Honeymoon stage, three months. Anything I let's I, I can even give you six months with me because I'm easy going. But if anything before that, if you complaining or something that affect the honeymoon stage, any, we ain't we it ain't it ain't it ain't nope we ain't supposed to be together because that's supposed to be the lovey dovey. No, you you take a picture. No, you you take some sip. It's supposed to be that. You feel me? Facts. All the all the drama and stuff supposed to come later on when I find out, you know, how you how you really look when you go to bed, or 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 do you leave skip marks in the in the in the in the in the in the in the, in the, in the, in the toilet? Now I'm I'm like damn, Ew. you boo boo now you boo boo like that? I ain't even know you boo boo. You ain't even fart in front of me yet. Like that comes after the six months, but anything before that, you feel me? Like that's what grinding my grid. Like, honor the honeymoon stage, all right? Let's 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 let's, let's have a good three to six months. Before some shit pop off, I if some shit pop off in the second month, I'm out of there. I'm sorry, I don't give a damn. Nope, I can't even do it. You complaining about this? You complaining about mm-hmm. nah, shot nah, nah. Nah, that's a, that's a red flag. You can't you can't have Mm-mm. issues in the honeymoon stage. That's a red flag. That's that's a sign for you to opt out the deal and and test free agency. We so still have a question. Uh-oh. I have a question. Talk to me, so, bro. are girls supposed to like? Not be themselves. Yeah. Oh no 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 no. When I say honeymoon, I don't mean like not like not like fart or you know. Oh okay. Eat, or like, eat in front of every. I'm talking about like little stuff, like little problems, like something you see on social media or or you complain oh, about okay, something. Oh okay okay. Like, yeah I was like, like look like they got a fart. They gotta go. Nah yeah. I don't care. Take your hair out. Oh, do okay. all that. Look like oh, okay, me. Yeah. Look like okay. me when we go to bed together. I, I ain't tripping. Hey, look, Joy, Joy was offended that she couldn't fart. Like, I know. I got to be able to let it <laughs> you, I got to you know, be able to let it loose. You see the uncooked bacon I'm eating. You think that's going to make my stomach feel yeah, the way? That's another thing. That's another thing. Look, if you're not brave enough, if you're not, if you're not willing to at least taste my food, then you don't got, you can't be with me because we got to be patient. It, look at this. I'm a pretty girl. I what? know best. I know sports. Yeah. So you just you gotta take the good with the bad. I'm not perfect, okay? It looks so like Joy. D- it looks like Joy D'Angelo will be but single until 2025. 
Yes. Uh, what F you that. Say? Yeah, Joy. It is Joy is going to be single to the next election. That's what it looks like. Um, <laughs> oh, well, that wraps up this episode. Oh, that wraps up this episode of the checkup. It's your main man, B dot with the lovely. Jordy Angela. And my main man, Mister. It's only entertainment. Until next time, man. We're gonna holler at y'all. It's the checkup. We out like my dad. Oh no. <laughs> oh my god. You are terrible.